What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track, formerly known as Pave the Way Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Helbeck, and on this show, you are gonna learn exactly how to be successful as a real estate investor. It doesn't matter if you're brand new or if you've done dozens and dozens of deals. This is a podcast you're gonna be able to listen to that's gonna give you actionable, specific advice on how to be successful within real estate investing. I'm gonna interview top-notch real estate investors each and every week, and there's also gonna be some content that is just gonna be me telling you exactly about my journey and how I've went from a broke kid starting out to a million dollar real estate investor. So if you wanna learn how to be successful investing in real estate, this is the show to listen to, and I'm looking forward to being able to serve you at a high level. Welcome to this week's Real Estate Investing Deal Breakdown. Today, I'm going to talk about a property that I wholesaled yesterday in Olive Bridge, New York. I'm going to pull up the address right now. I think it's 1441 County Route 2, Olive Bridge, New York. So I'm going to tell you how we found this property and how we were able to wholesale it. So if you're not familiar with me, my name is Greg. I bought over 175 houses in my eight-year career. Done pretty much any deal you could think about. Commercial, residential, rentals, burb owner finance sub two. So I've got a lot of experience. So the goal of this channel is to share with you what I've learned so far so you can apply it in your business, whether you're new or whether you're established. So this property in Olive Bridge, New York, we got the lead from a paper lead service. So need to sell my house fast, I believe. We bid on the, the county. We, we you know, were the top bidder. We started getting leads and uh, we got this lead. And it was actually a lead I completely forgot about. Uh, that's why I have a team. So Brett was following up with his seller and I believe it was on the market or it was, it used to be on the market and then she took it off the market. And long story short, she just didn't want this thing. It was vacant. She moved out to Washington state. So she literally moved across the country and um, she just couldn't sell it on the MLS because she was asking too much money for it. So Brett made her an offer. She said no. And then he followed up with her and she agreed to our offer. So the way we approached it was we didn't know if this was going to be a deal or not, because it was kind of in an area that was a little rural, right? So we don't really know those areas as well as we know the cities. So we told her we need a 10 day inspection period. We need to, you know, we're going to wholesale it. We we're upfront with her about that. And she said, that's cool. So we put it out to our buyers list. We got a buyer who uh, agreed to pay us basically $20,000 more than we agreed to pay the seller. So the spread is ours right there. And we ended up making 20 grand on it. And um, I think we, I didn't know I double closed this. So I didn't even assign it. I no, I don't, I might've assigned. I forget. I might've assigned. I honestly, we do a lot of deals. So I sometimes I forget if we assign the contract or if we double close, but anyway, our profit was 20 grand. Some lessons I learned from this deal were the following. Number one, if you're unsure about a deal and you don't know if it's a deal or not, be transparent with the seller. Just tell them what you're trying to do. Like we told the seller like, hey, we need a 10 day inspection period. We're going to sell this to another investor and make a profit. And, and you know, if they're cool with that, you know, transactions like this are pretty easy uh, because the seller knows what you're doing. And she was actually really easy to work with. She was definitely a reasonable seller. So Number one, be upfront with sellers if you don't know if it's a deal. Lesson number two, man, uh, this is a good one. So need to sell my house fast. I think I've been buying leads from them for years and we just haven't had a lot of luck with them. And uh, we've had a couple deals in contract and this, that, and the other, but this is the first deal that I closed from need to sell my house fast. And I bought, I don't know, probably hundred leads from them. So um, you never know if marketing is gonna work or not unless you do it consistently. And now we've made more money from that channel than we've spent. So I gotta, I'd have to look at the ROI, but anyway. Um, I guess the lesson is don't give up on marketing because every channel will work if you work the channels, right? Some people have a lot of success with it. Some people don't have a lot of success with it. I can say right now we're kind of 50-50 with it, but we made money from the channel. So obviously it works. So that's the second lesson. 
And the third lesson is this, like, I mean, I've made this lesson in the videos before, but if you know your market, you can do this business from anywhere in the world, right? Like I never met the seller. Brett never met the seller. This is in person. Obviously we communicated over the phone. We never went to the house ever. Like I've done so many deals where I've never been to the property because you got to know the market, right? If you know your market, you know what stuff could be worth and you know repairs. Like I know how much repairs are. I can pretty much look at pictures and figure out what the rehab would cost within, you know, 10%. If you know your market, you can physically never need to be there and you can virtually do deals and make money from anywhere, right? It sounds like get rich quickie, you make money on your laptop, whatever, but it's true. I've done probably a hundred virtual wholesale deals, right? A hundred, that's a lot of deals. That's not a fluke. So if you know your market and you understand how much properties are worth and how much properties need to be, how much work needs to go into properties, you can analyze deals virtually and you can make money on the internet. That sounds schemey, but it's true. Not schemey. It sounds too good to be true, but it is true. So that's another lesson. Like if you're in, let's say you live in San Francisco or somewhere in Miami, somewhere that's super crazy competitive, you don't want to do business there. If you pick another market that is easier, and you really study that market and you understand what properties are worth in certain neighborhoods and you understand repairs. I could probably teach you that in like two hours. You know, you could do this business from anywhere. You can live in San Francisco and do deals in Tennessee, right? And it's there's hundreds of people doing it successfully. So that's my third lesson. I hope you got value from this. If you did get value, if you can subscribe to my podcast, subscribe to my YouTube, however you're watching this, like the video or leave me a review if it's a pod, if you're listening to the audio version. And uh, if you're in New York, Delaware, uh, Reno, Nevada, where I live, or San Diego, where I used to live, and you have a property you want to partner with me on, you want to JV it if you're a wholesaler, or if you're a wholesaler and you want to sell me the deal, like send me an email. I'm looking to buy more houses. We get a lot of deals from social media. So greg at velocityhousebuyers.com or send me an Instagram message. I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you on the next one. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to an episode of the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I hope you got a lot of value from this specific episode. And there are a few takeaways that you're able to gather from this to implement in your business so you can be a more successful real estate investor. So if you did get value from the show, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes, it would really mean a lot to me. That's how we keep growing the show and getting great guests is because people see the reviews. They see that we have a high quality show and they want to contribute as a guest. So that would be great. Also, if you got value, if you could share the show on social media, that would be great because that is how people see this besides the reviews. So once again, if you did get value, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes and share the show on social media, it would really mean a lot to me and I'll see you on the next episode.